let's be honest. I mean, between you and me, those were some stupid questions. <laughs> I feel better that I don't know the answer to those. <laughs>
Dave's been on the show for 30 seconds and he's already figured out how the point yeah. system works. <laughs> oh, that, re- that reminds me. Can I uh, interject really quickly? Uh, I have no arterial motives, but when you're hosted, you're supposed to, you know, be nice and supply gifts. So I brought custom tote bags for uh, our host, our scorekeeper, <laughs> and our uh, podcast master here. So... I just what? did you guys bring anything? I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to Actually, actually Nikki, uh, oh. Wait a second. What do they say? Oh. Well, go ahead, Eric. You're the host. I'll let you do this. This is, uh these these are Oh my god, these are actually these are this is a a custom tote bag with our logo that says Podcast Master. Uh, this this tote bag says this tote bag says Magic Man and this tote bag says uh Judge, Jury and Scorekeeper. <laughs> Yeah, it's two and a half. Wow. Yeah, two and a half. It's a great gift. Two and a half points. That's a good start. To answer the questions for points, comedians must buzz in using our high-tech buzzer system. Let's hear what they sound like. Hear them. Let's hear them all together. Yeah. That's good podcast etiquette. I think we'll just go with that. Uh, each correct answer is a gain of two points. Each incorrect answer is a loss of one point. If the panelists are real dumb, their scores may go into negative. But don't worry, you can win prizes with a negative score. Uh, each round consists of three questions. At the end of each round, the contestant with the most points wins a fantastic prize. The player with the least points gets a heartfelt apology from the comedian who wasn't good enough to win them something. <laughs> <laughs> and the panelists are also playing a separate game against each other, which you will see down here and has already begun. Uh, positive points from the uh, from the game will transfer into the comedian's game score. Now the comedians can lose or gain game score points at the discretion of our scorekeeper, which we'll see a little bit later. But don't worry, these scores do not affect you, our audience contestants. Lastly, to make the game fair for everyone, please do not shout out answers from the audience nor heckle the comedians. And, and with, with that, that out, out of the way, way let's, let's quiz box! <laughs> Pat, you started us off with the bucket of people there. Who are you playing for this round? I am playing for four two zero three three seven three three seven over there. Hey, what's your name? Beth. Beth. Everyone, give a big round for uh, applause for Beth. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Beth. Amber, who are you playing for? I've got four two zero two nine four two nine four. Right there up front. What's your name, sir? John. John. Everyone, give a big round of applause for John. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, John. Chris, who are you playing for? 420280. 420280. Right there. Hey, what's your name? Hope. Everyone give Hope a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box. Hey, uh, Hope. Chris, you want to tell us who Hope is? Uh, if I don't win, that's going to be the person I'm fighting with after the show, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we told David not to touch the bucket because we know he's a magician, so I'm not sure how that happened. Uh, David, who are you playing for? 420318. 318? Over there, hey. Was that not you or were you just... Oh, it is you. Oh, you brought your hand on very quickly like you were scared. Are you, are you Dave's wife? What's going on over there? <laughs> What's your name? Sorry? Pedro. Pedro. Everyone give Pedro a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Pedro. Nikki, are you ready? I'm ready. Panelists, are you ready? Sure. Yes. All right, question one. The category is a nationally important meeting. The question, the National Treasure franchise is officially expecting a third installment with National Treasure 3 in the early stages. The first of the three films was directed by director John Turtletob. However, franchise star Nicolas Cage and John Turtletob met long before filming the first film. 
Where was their first meeting? <laughs> Dave. Eric, I'm going to have to say that is true. <laughs> that is incorrect. Eric, I have a question. Sorry, Pedro. I have an answer. I hope they match. Can you spell Turtle Todd? It what the t- hell is that? <laughs> it is T-U-R-T-L-E-T-A-U-B. Turtle Tob. It sounded like you said taint in the middle of that. <laughs> That's all I had. Thank you. Amber Falter gets a point for asking the question we were all thinking. <laughs> Was it at the signing of the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> Do you want to ring in? Absolutely not. <laughs> so what? What was the actual question that was way too so, long? For so the question John Turtletop directed. So John Turtletop directed the first National Treasure film. Nicolas Cage starred in the first National Treasure film, but that was not the first time they met. I want to know the first time Turtletop and Cage met. Why did they meet? What were they doing? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, I'm working on getting an answer for Eric. Okay, um, were they were they like having a drink together? Is John Turtletaub an actual human being? That's yes, a great he, he directed one of the best films of all time, all National right. Treasure. Just asking for clarification. Okay. I, I yes. don't know. I would really want to know like how Nicolas Cage meets people. <laughs> <laughs> were they alone, Eric? <laughs> no, they were uh, they were amongst other humans. Uh, was it oh. against Amber, their will? Amber gets a point for asking a question that actually led to a hint. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, while I'm thinking, um, my dearest Derek bartender, could Pat Deering and I get another Stella and Budweiser, please? I'm going to need the help. <laughs> did they meet in the United States? Is that like a lead-in? They they did meet in the United States, but that is not like a lead-in. It's not uh, like they of America or another United States. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a bonus point if you could tell me how many other United States there are. <laughs> I haven't kept up on Kyrgyzstan lately, but I'm guessing one. Uh, this you can is, have the other half of that. I point. will give. It, <laughs> I will give you a hint that this is many, many years before the film. It's not like they just like met like a week beforehand, like to read over the script. They met they met uh, decades before the original film. I mean, I I'm sure that the the answer to this question is no. But were they doing something normal? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Then no idea. <laughs> I got were I got they? absolutely nothing. And I'll, I'll give you a further hint. Like this is normal for something that uh, a quiz box panelist would would have done. Or for uh, Nicolas Cage. Did they... This is normal for normal people. Did they go... Chris. They met in acting class. <laughs> I'm going to need you to be more specific. Oh, no, give it to him. That's pretty that damn... Close That's close enough for me. They, they it's met... not close enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> they met at an acting class. <laughs> Uh, we're going to give it to Chris for this. They met in a high school drama class. Oh. Well done. Well done. You only got that because you brought tote bags. <laughs> Whatever, non-gift bringer. <laughs> they, uh, they both went to Beverly Hills High School in the 1970s and shared a drama class. Turtletop actually beat Cage out for the lead in a stage production of Our Town at the time. Even I almost said so history slow. class, by the way, because it's about, like, you know, history, but... I didn't say it because I haven't had enough scotch. (laughs) 
Nikki, where are the scores? Uh, well, Chris, with that correct answer, has two points for his wife. Uh, <laughs> David is at negative one uh, for being brave enough to ring in, and Pat and Amber are cowards. <laughs> Cheers, me, baby. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just afraid of my buzzer. <laughs> I'll give you a point. <laughs> uh, question two. Uh, the category is this. Question is brought to you by the Nerdle. The question in 2010, GlaxoSmithKline was sued by a rival company demanding the use of the Nerdle in their promotional materials. <laughs> GlaxoSmithKline countersuit claiming that the other firm was trying to trade off the commercial magnetism of the nerdle. The question is, what is the nerdle? I, a nerdy turtle. So Donatello? Oh. No. Oh, screw you guys. That was funny. <laughs> no. That's my daughter's favorite turtle. I just felt awkward trying to retort that. Was he like a cousin to the Noid? Did he, did he like he he ruined your like cheeseburgers instead of your pizzas? <laughs> for anyone, <laughs> for any millennials who don't know the Noid, can you explain the Noid? Uh, the the Noid was this like awful fucking like Domino's hobgoblin that would like, <laughs> I think, steal your pizza, destroy your pizza. Like, like hi- hide in the bag and burst out at you and your Pat, front door. If you think about it, he looked a little like Eric. Right? What are the last time that Dave McCreary is ever going to be on the quiz box? <laughs> but Pat gets a point for that description of the Noid. Yeah. The weirdest thing about the Noid is wearing a, a unitard, but it had rabbit ears for no reason whatsoever, and that has nothing to do with pizza, at least, <laughs> at least except in West Virginia. <laughs> Wasn't he claymation? No? I think he was, like, animated it. Was he animated? But, like, really poorly, because it was the 90s. That's probably why I thought it was claymation. He, like, changed sizes, oddly, and, yeah, he was creepy. This uh, this conversation's really going to change our demographic on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what any of you are talking about. We're shooting for people who don't know what a podcast is. My brain is empty. Is the Nerdle a tool? Uh, The Nerdle is not a tool. No. Is it a toy? No. Could I play with it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you, could, you could play with it anyway. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I'll give you a little bit of a hint in that uh, GlaxoSmithKline is, uh, is a multinational company that is involved in a great number of products. Okay. Name those. <laughs> cool. That's the loosest hint. Yeah. Yeah, loose hint, Eric. Jeez. Please name all the products and stomp loudly on the one we're supposed to know. <laughs> Nerdle. Is it an acronym for what it does? No. No, it's not. Dave. I'm going to say <laughs> that it's... Well, no, because it's not a tool. But I'm still going to go with it. It's something that carries pens and pencils and paper. I guess it's a backpack. I'm, I'm describing a backpack. Never mind. I need to set that over there. I'll think a little bit before. Yeah, uh, right there's the old quiz box cul-de-sac where you lose a point for the audience and gain a point for yourself. Uh, I'm impressed no. that he found out what a backpack was. <laughs> Welcome to school, David. Uh, it's it's like a girdle, but like just for your nads. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, these are too big. Got to. Uh, 
<laughs> I will give you a hint. The, the this is this is something you would find in your bathroom. Yeah, girdle for your nads. <laughs> it's something Turtle Todd wears <laughs> when he has sweaty nads. Yes, the Pat. N- <laughs> you have thirty. Nerdle by Turtle Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Nerdle by Turtle. <laughs> it sounds like something horny turtles do to each other. Eric, does it make sense? Like when you t- when we. When you tell us what it is, we're like, oh, that, that's a good name for that. No, no, no you're gonna, you're it gonna makes be no mad. sense. You're going to be mad. It, uh, is uh, it, does it help anybody? It does help people. I'm just impressed. So it's a tool. No, it's, no. it's, no. it's not a tool. Do people still use it today? They do. Oh. Is it called something better? Yes. It is? I mean, I, I'm surprised people still use the word nads today. That's what I'm still trying to... <laughs> okay, okay, you have 30 seconds from now. <laughs> No, this is uh, this is something that uh, all of you have uh, used recently, and it is something that you would find in your bathroom, and it is not toilet related. Amber Falter. Is it a type of floss? No, but you're closer than anyone has gotten so far. So I get the point. <laughs> sure. Well negotiated, but no. I gave her one. <laughs> not you don't get a point for John, but you got one for yourself. Pat. Some kind of fancy toothbrush? Ooh, no. No, but close. Is it a water pick? Do you want to ring in? No. <laughs> Last chance for anyone to ring in. I, I had braces for like seven years. They never called my water pick a nerd hole. <laughs> <laughs> and my orthodontist was weird uh, no. as fuck. <laughs> Chris. Is it a water pick? No. Yeah! <laughs> Tote bag, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Those are going to wind up costing you points by the end of the game. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make you else? a tote bag that says sore loser. <laughs> anyone else want to ring in? No, okay, we're done. The yeah. correct answer is toothpaste on a toothbrush. More specifically, a blob of toothpaste shaped like a wave often depicted on toothpaste packaging. Colgate Palmolive claimed GlaxoSmithKline's trademark did not specify on the color of the nurdle and therefore unfairly inhibited them from marketing their new, new toothpaste triple action, suggesting cavity protection, fresh breath, and whiter teeth on a blue, white, and green nurdle. GSK felt that this was pretty similar to their triple protection Aquafresh toothpaste packaging, including a red, white, and blue nurdle. And fuck both of those companies for making me read this. Remember when David McCurry thought the first question was too long? <laughs> so that, that, like, that just, like, splurt has, like, a trademark name? It's yes. the shape, yeah, essentially. As, wow. as someone who has uh, worked in uh, trademark uh, uh, areas in the past, uh, everything is ridiculous. Hmm. Eric just bragged through that whole question that he brushes his teeth. <laughs> Andy assumed all of you did today. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was, that's where he was No, wrong. the operative word I used was most. Oh, yes. <laughs> Use most and recently. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Nikki, where are the scores? Uh, well, uh, Chris lost one of his points, so he is still in the lead, though, with positive one. Uh, David has negative two. Amber and Pat both have negative one, so it is anybody's game. Question three. Uh, the category is hobbies. The question, 
Rod Stewart has put out 13 studio albums and done 19 tours over the last 23 years. During that time, he was not just playing music, but also engaging in his favorite hobby. What specific hobby has he been doing in those 23 years? Impersonating someone's elderly aunt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is incorrect. Barb Stewart. <laughs> Did you say Mod Stewart? I said Barb Eric. Oh. <laughs> that is funnier. Sorry for the attitude. I'll be better. <laughs> it's just being such a nerdle. <laughs> uh, so Rod Stewart has a hobby that he does, uh, both at home and on tour. Is it? Um, does it involve paintbrushes? <laughs> Oh, We're not going to answer that. If he if he what does like one of those like wine and painting classes, like he's already kryptonite to like lonely forty five year old women. <laughs> that too is it fingering forty five year old women. <laughs> wow. All right, I quit. <laughs> For our podcast listeners, Pat is moving away from Amber. <laughs> I thought it would be going to church every day. He's not touring, thanking God that he has a career for that awful music he puts out. <laughs> for our podcast listeners, Chris enjoys metal. <laughs> 30 seconds. Uh, I, oh. Dave. He plays cricket. N- no. High lie. No. He rides horses. No. There's, he does something. He, he <laughs> <laughs> There's something that I remember. I, I will give you a hint in that in order to engage in this when he's on tour, he rents an entire extra hotel room to engage in this hobby. Ew. Oh, my God. No, I don't no, want to know the not, answer. It's not I dirty. was right. Dave. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I take that back. I don't know how to take it this back. This guy's out of place. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make the sound, but in reverse. You'd be like... <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so he needs a whole hotel room. Does he take, like, a really awesome bubble bath? (laughs) For 23 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He does have a sexy body, so maybe that's why. Supple skin. (laughs) Chris, go on. Yeah, what? (laughs) He's like, I hate that guy. He's so gorgeous. (laughs) Why don't you buy him a tote bag? All right. Yep. Not gonna let it down. Oh my god! I'm a great gift giver. (laughs) You smell like bacon. Shut up. (laughs) Um, I'm guess. Does he do the adjacent hotel room or just any hotel room? It can be any hotel room. It doesn't have to be the adjacent one. Does he have to bring stuff? Like just one room, not the entire hotel. I thought no, no, it's not the entire hotel. It's just one room. Oh. I thought maybe he got the adjacent one and then acted like he was another person and like talked to himself. I don't know. This. I could see him doing that. He's ventriloquism. Weird. What you're talking about is ventriloquism. Okay. No, I can see it. He just has like two halves of a battleship game. Set up in room. <laughs> yeah. He just like runs back and forth, and sings the sings the letter and number to himself. Yeah. But he does does it involve David Bowie? I mean, not anymore. Oh, oh, Good all right, well, all right. Remind everyone he's dead, Eric. Last Eric. chance to ring in. I have a question, Eric. Qu- oh. Question, Eric. Question. Hit me. Um, I forget it already. But is it? <laughs> why can't he do it in the other room? Uh, be- because it's too big. So he has to bring stuff to do this. Yes. Actually, <sighs> paintbrushes was a good guess. Does he fill it full of balls and have a ball pit in the other hotel room for fun? <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, 
If you consider that a hobby. Not really. Does it produce, can he like sell what he, is he making a thing? He's, it's not like, it's not like Rod Stewart has a secret Etsy, Etsy account. This is something he just engages in to bring himself pleasure, but not that kind of pleasure. Does he model the nerdle, the nad girdle? <laughs> I hate all of you. Uh, Pat. Pat. He, he goes to every single hotel room in the hotel, and he gets the Gideon Bible out of the, the drawer of every single one, and he hoards them in the spare hotel room. Like building forts? Like, an in, like a new international virgin dragon. He just and he lays on top of this giant pile of Bibles and sings to himself. You, you saw me give you a negative point that it was wrong, and you kept going. <laughs> I, I like to think he gets another hotel room and plays Rod Stewart music videos really loud and then runs back to his room and goes, cool taste in music. <laughs> Eric, what do you mean I was close by paintbrushes? <laughs> Elaborate on this. I mean, you use paintbrushes when you engage in this hobby. And you have 10 seconds. I don't know. The time means nothing. <laughs> Pat, he just like illegally repaints the other hotel room. <laughs> But he makes it fun. Again, if you call that a hobby. And then people are like, oh, you can stay in the Rod Stewart room tonight. (laughs) Maybe he has really cheap tennis shoes and he draws like Nike swooshes on them to feel better. (laughs) Do you mean that like instead of trashing hotel rooms like other rock stars do, he just like redecorates the place? Yeah, he's so old and an ant. All right, let's call it. Right. The, the answer is building a giant model train set. Why would you use a paintbrush for that? You have to paint it, David. You get to paint them. <laughs> Can I get a point for teaching David something? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so specifically, a, uh, he is building a model city that resembles a blend of New York and Chicago around 1945 and could fill a large hotel room The entire layout is 1,500 square feet with buildings larger than people and simulated rust and tiny pieces of garbage in the street. And he recently completed it, and it took him 23 years to complete it. And And he took that on tour with him? What a fucking loser. (laughs) When he completed it, did he go, Tonight's the night! He sounds like a toddler. I won't go anywhere without my trains. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, that is the end of the round. Uh, Nikki, wh- where are the scores? Is that? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Chris doesn't have to sleep on the couch tonight because he won for Hope with, with one single point. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. Hope you're going home with a fantastic prize. You're getting uh, two tickets to Shadowbox Live. Go to shadowboxlive.org to find out about shows you can see at Shadowbox. You're also getting a quiz box magnet so you can remember that we're here the fourth Friday of every month. And from our sponsor, Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack. A totally real pawn shop that definitely exists. This statue of Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Uh, no, I think this is actually somebody's aunt ironing. It is a, uh, a statue of an elderly lady ironing. Uh, thank you, Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack. Uh, uh, Beth, uh, John, Pedro, thank you so much for playing. I'll be around to hand out your uh, consolation prizes of uh, dum-dums for being paired up with a dum-dum. And uh, with negative five points, David will be issuing an apology to Pedro. David, uh, it is time for you to give a heartfelt apology to Pedro as to why you weren't good enough to win him a prize. All right, Pedro, uh, let's be honest. I mean, between you and me, those were some stupid questions. (laughs) I feel better that I don't know the answers to those. (laughs) But I apologize, and I have something for you, actually. I made this up earlier. This is a uh, homemade, the sorry I don't know stuff coupon book. It's got two coupons in it. The first one is one free Eric Tate sensual back rub. And uh, the other one is a sudsy onesie. Get your car washed by onesie clad Nikki Winkleman. So uh, this is for you. I appreciate you hanging in there. Uh, for our podcast listeners, Dave has left the stage to give an actual coupon book that he... He made with crayon. Uh, it was a marker. Mar- oh, marker. marker. It still looks like a toddler made it. And he, <laughs> and he loses a point for promises that I won't keep. Even, <laughs> even when you take points away from me, the, you're just beautiful, Nikki. All right, there you go. <laughs> no, that was a fantastic apology. Thank you, David. We're going to move on to the next round. Uh, while we figure out where the champion scores are, uh, if our p- uh, players would draw from the bucket of people, Nikki, where are the champion scores? Champion Pat Deering has five points. Amber also with five points. Chris also with five points. And, ooh, David, right right behind him with four. Okay. So I'll kill anybody's guess. So, somebody somebody got sad for, for you. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't do car washes. <laughs> Or, or you'd have five. <laughs> uh, Pat, who are you playing for this round? Four two zero three three one three three one four two zero three three one. Where over there? Hey, what's your name? Chris. Everyone, give Chris a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, uh, Chris Cohen got uh, had a positive point that does get transferred into his score. So I forgot. Uh. Amber, who are you playing for? Four two zero three two five. Three two five. Where are you at? Three two five. Hey, what's your name? My name is Brad. Brad, everyone give Brad Ooh. a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Brad. Chris, who are you playing for? Four two zero two nine two. Woo! Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh <laughs> Hi, I wish what's I your... could give you points. <laughs> what's your name? Kate, everyone give Kate a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to Quiz Box. Kate. I feel Kate. more pressure for Kate than my wife. <laughs> yeah. Kate, are you a again. Quiz Box fan or a Chris? Oh, wow. Okay, thank you very much. I was expecting you to say, no, I'm a Chris Cohen fan, but you are. we are very excited that you're a fan. Thank you very much, Kate. Uh, David, who are you playing for? 420-302. Hey, what's your name? Kristen, everyone give Kristen a round of applause. Kristen. Thanks for coming to Quiz Box, Kristen. Ready to go, Nikki? Yes. Here we go. Question one. The category is bonding with coworkers. The question. The National Treasure (laughs) franchise is loved by fans for many reasons. 
one of which is its main character, Ben Gates, played by Nicolas Cage. While final casting has not been discussed yet, fans everywhere love the on-screen chemistry between Nicolas Cage and his co-star, Diane Kruger. How did they bond offset? You. <laughs> did it involve an extra hotel room? <laughs> no, it didn't. Di- uh, uh, Diane and, and Nicholas had, had, they had a great ke- on-stream chemistry, and I'm looking for how they bonded and became better friends off stage. Friends, better friends. Better Did they friends. wash each other's cars? <laughs> In onesies. <laughs> In nurdles. <laughs> Covered in toothpaste. <laughs> These are I, all tied in. We're going to make them tied in by the end of this show. <laughs> Y'all going to be so sick of us by 9.30. <laughs> I'm sick of it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to let you guys go that long. <laughs> by the way, before every round, I'm like, please be an Iron Maiden question. Please be an Iron Maiden. Damn it. <laughs> Eric, did they play a game together? Uh, It's not a game, but they did participate in an activity together, a social activity that many people have actually engaged in. Do they do flash dances? (laughs) You mean like like they went to like a mall and then did a highly choreographed uh, dance with a mob? That is what I meant. Like a YouTube-worthy flash dance that we would all know because if it was Diane Kruger and Nicolas Cage dancing in a mall, (laughs) it would have definitely gone viral on YouTube. Town Center. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. They popped out of the water fountain that I spent all my money at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> so it wasn't that? No. <laughs> Sick. Is, is the hobby native to, like, uh, Diane Kruger's native Germany or Nicolas Cage's native Mars? <laughs> uh, it's not native to either of those countries. Oh, okay. Uh, but they could have engaged in this uh, in this activity definitely in Germany, probably not on Mars because of the low oxygen content of the atmosphere. Oh, so the it does need oxygen. Yes, it's, a, it's an it's an activity that requires oxygen. Trying to give you guys uh, some helpful hints here. Ah, uh, yes. So they didn't go drowning together. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for narrowing it down. You're welcome. We bonded Thank you by for being appreciating me. I don't watch a lot of movies with two kids, so they could have drowned three years ago. I have no idea. <laughs> Is it a should, physical... I mean, you should really watch Nicolas Cage uh, with your kids. Uh, the National Treasure movies are delightful. <laughs> I, can, I have a strong, strong indication that you like them. <laughs> no word of a lie. My, my favorite movies in this order are The Fifth Element, National Treasure, and National Treasure 2. Just start building a model train set. Nerdle. <laughs> <laughs> but get a room, it's freaking everybody out. I had an art teacher in college that he said the most beautiful movie ever shot was Face Off, and I lost all <laughs> respect for him. <laughs> Eric, is it something that you've done? <laughs> Uh, yes, this is something that I've done. I, I happen to know that it's something that a few of you have done. I've actually seen uh, a couple of you engage in this activity. Gross! <laughs> <laughs> it's Get not... out of my house, Eric! <laughs> it's not a gross activity. Which of us have you seen? So it's not stand-up comedy. All right, we got that It's not remodeling my kitchen. I'm not telling you which of you it, it, that I've seen do this. Okay, but was it me? <laughs> Maybe. Did they... Amber. 
fuck. Okay, that was not right. My brain just shut off. I almost said a thing. I'll it's tell not, you guys it's later. It's not fuck. It's okay. Thank you. It. They played poker together. No. Damn it. Chris. They sang karaoke together. That is correct. Chris, if you don't win this for the Price is Right girl here, she's going to charge the stage after this. Uh, they would reportedly sing Rage Against the Machine, ACDC, and songs by the Sex Pistols. Mm. Also, why did I say poker? You've never seen me play poker. That's a weird... I'm Have we seen dumb. you sing karaoke? No, I don't do that. Stick around and up front. <laughs> karaoke starts at 10 p.m. with excess karaoke and liam who's been on the show before yeah so karaoke right here for our podcast listeners coming up front 10 p.m on fridays it looks fun i'm just yeah. a coward We're, the quiz box the quiz box the perfect lead-in to karaoke oh yeah uh, Wait, Nick, it is tonight nikki where are the scores uh well with that correct answer uh chris has positive two points again question one round two uh david has zero pat has zero and amber has negative one All right, question two. The category is Johnny Law is foiled again. The question, Boise, Idaho tried to pass a law in early 2005 to ban total nudity in public. An enterprising strip club was able to get around the ban by offering patrons what accessories to keep the club legal. Mm. Mm. What? I'm both a law... (laughs) I'm both a law student and a huge gay wad, so I I feel like this one's... This one's for Pat. Oh, there he goes. Pat, Pat. Deering. Was it electrical tape? <laughs> so, I, uh, no. And I, I should clarify, they are offering these things to the patrons. So you would pay a $15 cover, and then they would give you uh, some accessories, uh, and then they would encourage you to engage in an activity that would keep the club legal. Horse blinders. <laughs> Blindfolds. Uh, no. Ooh, ooh, no, but ooh. that's a good guess. I'm going to give him a point for a, a legitimate guess and not a weird, stupid answer like he's been giving. I, <laughs> I, ha- I have an idea. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, Chris, the, tell us your okay, idea. This is awesome. This is what I think they did. Uh, in the movie uh, The Karate Kid, Daniel's uh, costume is that big shower curtain. And he, uh, he makes out with that girl in the, in the shower curtain before he gets his ass kicked by uh, you know, Johnny and the, the Cobra Kai. And I would lean that way, but that seems very impractical. <laughs> but the question is, do, do you want to ring in for that very convoluted answer? No, not in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Anyone else want to steal that point? Negative point. <laughs> uh, what the hell? Private, self-contained viewing booths. <laughs> No. Damn it. Eric, is it something you wear? It is not something you wear. It is, it is something that patrons could actively do something with. They give them squirt guns? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, they just rebranded it as a laser tag. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll say, we'll no. say again, like we have with every question so far, it's not dirty. <laughs> so yeah. let's recap, it's, Eric. Yeah. So they go into a strip club. Yep. So you and I go into a strip club. Yeah. That's, let's also uh, talk about other things that are never going to happen. <laughs> Why am I not invited? And the, the dancers are completely naked, which is illegal. Unless. Unless the patrons we use in, these things. Yes. To, to do make... something. This is the patrons are doing something that keeps the total nudity legal. This is due to a loophole in the law. And I said blindfold. You said blindfold. 
but a blindfold is a, the purpose. The a blindfold bit. is passive. This is an active. This is an activity that the patrons can do with these accessories that takes advantage of a loophole in the law to allow. The... I Not heard this Amber time, for... cop. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's the worst thing that anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> I know. I heard Amber first. Okay, they give them a lease that they all sign, so they technically live there together as roomies. <laughs> So it's not in public. Just roommates fucking. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. No, but two for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Pat. Pat. Did they give them swimsuits so they could go into like a locker room shower and be in the shower and just watch the performance in the shower? Because a locker room would be legal. So you're proposing that they remodeled the entire strip club <laughs> so that it was like the OSU men's locker room. It's called oh. Bubbles and Butts. <laughs> it's just a big community shower. I mean, but like try and sue a men. Good I mean, news. That's a, that's a you good can attempt. See, the Let's good go news open you our can see strip strippers. Club. Bad news you get athletes foot and ringworm every time you go. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to say... But like stripper varietal. <laughs> Athlete's foot. Uh, la- in the interest of time, last chance to ring in. I'm also going to say I'm really looking forward to the next strip club that Pat opens. <laughs> yeah, it'll be much better than the first one. What? <laughs> Did they buy... They give everyone a coupon to buy download Angry Birds. So what? they can play that on their phone, and then everyone's just like naked around them. Maybe they're playing, maybe they're watching. Who knows? <laughs> Ooh, or possibly... Uh, a ticket out of Boise, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> they just, and they just called it an airport. <laughs> Pat. Pat. <laughs> you walked in and like the strippers were all there with clothes on and then they just like handed you a picture of them <laughs> without their clothes on. We're just like, here you go, fuck you too. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, we have to call it. Uh, okay, so the answer is they would give the patrons a sketch pad and a pencil. The oh, it's art. Sense. Okay. Art. <laughs> the law contained a loophole allowing total nudity if the display had serious artistic merit. Oh, the loophole was supposed to be for art classes. The strip club had many patrons drawing some very good pictures of its dancers, <laughs> which they posted around the strip club, and it was allowed to stay open as a result. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine working somewhere where there's just... Bad drawings of your naked body on every, every wall closing in on you before every shift. It's just a, a stick figure with two uneven circles. <laughs> it's like the version of the Titanic that went straight to the CW. <laughs> uh, as someone who has been on the CW network, I am offended. All right, question two. It was mostly to point out that David hasn't been on the CW. Uh, <laughs> The question three. Uh, Nikki, uh, Chris is still in the lead with one point for Kate. Woo! Yes. Uh, David has negative one. Amber has negative two. Pat has negative three. Oof. Still anybody's game. Uh, the sorry. Quest- uh, just real quick. I'm on TV every weekend. You were on TV once. And on the CW. I'm on Fox. So suck it. Fair enough. And uh, as soon as we figure out the exchange rate between cable access and network, we'll get back to you. The question, the question, the category is taking a leap. 
the question, I love David so much. His show is so much better than mine. It's not even funny. Uh, if you're thinking about hiring a magician, hire David instead of me. Uh, the question is, uh, when Superman was first conceived as a character, he could not fly, but rather simply jumped very high. Hence the phrase, leaped tall buildings in a single bound. Why did creators decide to give Superman the power of flight? Because that first Eric. one's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better to fly. Why is this a question? <laughs> uh, that, um, is, that, is, that is incorrect. I'm, I was going to tell him. <laughs> I'm not going to take a point away, though, because you're not wrong. Uh, last I checked, I haven't seen Pat jump over a fucking building lately, so... <laughs> Uh, you clearly haven't thrown money at him while playing Monopoly. <laughs> Dearest sweet bartenders, I am getting frustrated. Um, could we get three Budweiser's in an angry orchard, please? Thank you. And uh, Eric, I have some questions. I have some answers, Amber. <laughs> this is great. Um, <laughs> what year was this? <laughs> 1938, I'm guessing. Uh, uh, Chris is correct. What? <laughs> Action Comics, Superman, created in Cleveland, Ohio. Why don't you you know this? Okay, okay. Is it because um, everyone thought he was like a frog person? And they're like, we want him to be more of a bird person. Oh, thank you so much. They they thought about that, but then they noticed that he never said ribbit in the script. (laughs) Okay, heard. Yeah, but he just, he caught a lot. (laughs) It's a frog, it's a kangaroo, it's Superman. (laughs) Look, in the air, it's an indiscriminate animal. So once he got wings or whatever. (laughs) What? (laughs) Hear me out! I'm doing science right now and I'm being judged. Once he was given flight, could he go higher is all I'm asking. He, yeah. he did go higher. Yeah. He went higher after yeah. he could just jump yeah. over like, like small rocks and shit. Okay. Specifically in the sky. Chris. Uh, Chris. I'm guessing he was given the power of flight to expand the plot lines. No. I, I no. was like, I like that. <laughs> um, uh, no, you, you are uh, you were sort of in the right track. that It, 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 it was something that they did uh, that was not necessarily be- because like it was stupid to jump or anything like that. This is something that they, the animators did on purpose. David. <laughs> I try to make myself more intelligent by pausing before I speak. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> Sounds great on the podcast. <laughs> I feel like it was so he could do more stuff like around the world, not just locally. It was it was well, I'm not done. Nope. Um <laughs> and that he already had a cape yeah. that would make him fly. Okay. Are you, are you done yet? I don't know. Let me see. Wow, you're leading into the... He's really and not only that, but the Incredible Hulk already leaped. So they needed... I think the Incredible Hulk jumps high. I think. I don't know. Ask that's, the nerd. Yeah, that is very, that's very correct, but he was created 25 years after Superman. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're also going like Marvel versus so DC. It's still, my answer is still not as long as some of these stupid questions you're asking. <laughs> They're good questions. They're just very long. Uh, hold on. One, and... The problem is that your answer has nothing to do with the production of the comic itself, and uh, the answer is related to the production of the comic. I don't understand. Of the cartoon. <laughs> what did you say? Production uh, of the cartoon. Um, did, 
did they have him fly instead of jump because it was easier to animate a background of just the sky versus like a cityscape with him jumping? I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you. Damn it! I almost said that. that. <laughs> I was so close. That's pretty uh, close. The, the answer to what I said. is the reason they gave him uh, the power of flight was because animators on the first Superman car- uh, cartoon couldn't draw jumping. <laughs> so your your answer of the animation problems was as close as we were gonna get. <laughs> Please tell me it was just like Superman squatting, and yeah. then without leaping, he just went like, <laughs> he yeah. just yeah. floated away in squat. It's yeah. so this is specifically related to the cartoon. Uh, yeah. Because the Superman cartoon relied heavily on rotoscoping, that is, tracing animation from live footage. So to capture Superman's movements, brothers Max and Dave Fleischers thought that their animations for leaping were silly looking and sought permission from DC, then Action Comics, to give Superman the power of flight. Because up until then in the books, he just jumped. God, thank God for shitty animators. <laughs> uh, like, I hate drawing knees. Yeah, this is so hard. It's the stupidest joint. That is the end of the round. Nikki, where are the scores? Uh, well, with that uh, correct answer, Pat wiped out two of his negative points and ended with negative one. Uh, right behind him with negative two and negative two, Amber and David. But Chris still wins the round with zero points for Kate. And I'm so happy because I did not want to disappoint her. She's so excited. <laughs> Kate, you've won two tickets to Shadowbox Live. Go to shadowboxlive.org to see what shows you can see. You're also getting a quiz box refrigerator magnet. And from Dusty Dewey's Knickknack Shack, this, this tiny piggy bank that says casino money on the outside <laughs> so that you can gamble hopefully very little. Congratulations to you. Uh, Chris, Brad, and Kristen, if you could raise your hand so I can come around and give you your dum-dums. And uh, congratulations, Kate. Uh, Nikki, who's going to be apologizing? Oh, uh, oh, well, since David apologized the last round, David and Amber tied. Since David apologized last time, let's hear an apology to Brad from Amber. Brad, you're going to an apology for Amber is why she wasn't good enough to win you a prize. Hey, Brad. <laughs> you're looking good. <laughs> We'll start with compliments. I didn't bring you a tote bag because I'm out of suck up. <laughs> However, I've been thinking about it and I know why I didn't get that last answer right. When I was in second grade, all I wanted was a frog. <laughs> my only wish. I wanted a pet frog. And my dad got it for me. It's a Christmas gift. And I loved it. And I was going to bed one night and I tucked it in in its little creepy tank. And it had a surfboard next to it. It didn't use it. Um, then my brother's hot friend came over. And I was supposed to go to bed. The frog was supposed to go to bed. And I was like, wait, Kevin, do you want to see my frog? And you know what I did? I woke the frog up. I think he was, I don't know what he's doing. He's doing frog stuff. But I turned on the heat lamp. You're supposed to turn it off at night. I turned it back on to show Kevin my frog. And he's like, yup, that's our frog. <laughs> and then I went to bed and I didn't turn off the heat lamp. Oh, no. And I woke up the next morning and my frog was just roasted. <laughs> so I'm sorry that I don't know why Superman doesn't leap. <laughs> he might have been cooked too long or something. So I apologize and I love you. Cheers. That was it. <laughs> 
Uh, I can't clap for that. I'm just. That was mortified. a very sad story. Yeah, that was that was a that was a beautiful and uh, convoluted apology. And thank, we you. That. thank you, thank you. So I'd love much. that point for that. Uh, we're gonna move on into round three. Uh, Pat, who are you gonna be playing for in this round? Uh, first, before we go on to that, uh, scores between the comedians. Pat has seven points. Amber has seven points. Chris has eight points. And ooh, David's still in last place with six points. Maybe he should stop making fun of our questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did give you a sneaky point for putting Aaron, Eric in his place uh, about t- television, though. Pat, who are you playing for? <laughs> I'm playing for 420274. Where are you? Hey, what's your name? Sorry? Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Everyone give Jacqueline a big round of applause. Give a big round of applause for Jacqueline. Thanks for coming to the quiz box. Jacqueline. Amber, who are you playing for? I'm playing for 420306. Back there. Hey, what's your name? Ashley. Everyone give Ashley a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box. Ashley. Chris, who are you playing for? 420321. 321. Over there. Hey, what's your name? Brian. Brian? Everyone give Brian a big round of applause. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Brian. Dave, who are you playing for? 420297. 297. Hey, what's your name? Hank. Hank? Yeah. Everyone give a huge round of applause to Hank. Thanks for coming to the quiz box, Hank. Nikki, you ready? Yes, so we're going to have to make this round a rather quick one. So each each round, each question is going to have a shorter amount of time. So. All right. The question one, the category is missed connections. The question, the National Treasure franchise has many celebrity <laughs> actors in its roster. National Treasure 2 saw Helen Mirren join the cast as the mother of Nicolas Cage's character, Ben Gates. Due to her filming commitment, Helen was unable to visit what famous person? In what? the movie or in real life? In real, real life. life. Was it real her life. birthday? I'm sorry? Was he invited to see this person? No, Helen. Helen. Oh. Helen Mirren. <laughs> she. I'm a great listener. Helen Mirren was invited to visit a celebrity and was unable to because of her filming commitment. The president. No. But close. The vice president. <laughs> Sorry, Hank. No. <laughs> Pat Deering. Was she invited to meet the queen? That is correct. You're welcome, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so she stood up the queen to make a movie about the Declaration of Independence? Oh. I love it! Chris gets a point for patriotism. <laughs> Uh, technically, she stood up the queen to make a movie about uh, Aztec gold as the National Treasure 2 plot. Don't ruin Aztec my gold. moment, Eric. Don't ruin this for me. Uh... Helen uh, was invited to meet the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, as a result of her 2006 film, The Queen. She was unable to meet the queen at the time because she was uh, her character was in South Dakota helping the Gates family clear its name in National Treasure 2. <laughs> it's an excellent film. You should all watch it. All right, Nikki, where are the scores? Uh, Pat has two points. David has negative two points. <laughs> Amber and Chris didn't get a chance. That's right. Uh, but I appreciate I said that it was had to be a quicker round, and they're, they're, uh, there they are. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, question two. Uh, the category is the audience gets a point. Turtle Todd. Turtle. Turtle Squad. Okay, we'll shut up. That was a that was a really nice Pokemon reference there, Amber. I don't know what that is. <laughs> she just made up a word. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you a point for the Pokemon is. reference, but you do get a point for not knowing what Pokemon is. <laughs> because I know it upsets Eric. <laughs> uh, the question, Adam West is well known for playing his over-the-top campy version of Batman in the 1960s. The iconic character brought him widespread fame and laughs to generations of fans. According to a story originally printed in Blaster, Adam West was once kicked out of what for pretending to be Batman. The hell is Blaster? <laughs> yeah, that's gross. We don't read your weird porn, Eric. <laughs> uh, Blaster is a science fiction blog that is run by uh, the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah, we don't read your weird porn, Eric. <laughs> a pharmacy. <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm interested to know how that would have gone about. Please give me your interpretation of that interaction. Wait, did you say there was a bouncer there? A bouncer was there? Oh, uh, Wait, uh, what happened? He got kicked out. The pharmacy bouncer? How yeah. Do <laughs> you go to They're a lot of pharmacies? Mean. Wait a minute. Pharmacy bouncers are mean. <laughs> oh, my God. Just people that work there, they're sad. They're underpaid. It's rude. We should close Amber's tab. Uh, I bet. Two Budweiser's. <laughs> Open it up. I, my All first right. job, I was a stock boy at a pharmacy, and I can count. I actually I had to throw 406 people out. You're right. We should have bouncers Thank in pharmacies. <laughs> I did chase a guy out who um, may have shat himself, and I had to mop it. So that was the only. But I was 16 and angry. <laughs> so I'm wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, so he like shat his own <laughs> pants and you were like mopping him as no. he ran out of the building? Uh, no, I was told there it, it was um, a cleanup kid. needed in aisle nine, which was the farthest away from the entrance. Oh. And I was mopping and I thought, it's really strange that there's mud in aisle nine, but not anywhere. E- oh, my God. <laughs> and I, uh, I just stopped doing it because I made minimum wage and I didn't give a shit. So you'd kick out Batman. I mean, he did, though. <laughs> Eric, is it somewhere so, you eat? No, you, you would... It you may would. have been Adam West, actually. I don't know now that we're talking about... Uh, so, uh, so Adam West is somewhere, and he won't stop pretending to be Batman, so they kick him out. I is this someplace we've all been? Some of you. Mm. Pat? Pat. A Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't been kicked out of a Chili's? Uh, <laughs> Amber. Jail. No. <laughs> Kicked out of jail. Chris, the Playboy Mansion. No. Did Chris ring oh, in? That's a good, that that was a good Chris guess. said the Playboy Mansion. Did he ring in? He did ring in. The Queen's House. <laughs> no. Pat. <laughs> oh my was, God. Was it a was it on set of a different Batman production? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I was going to say the real Batcave, and Batman's like, get your shit out of here, dude. <laughs> like, tell me where he is. I'll tell you where he is. Amber. Spider-Man's house. No. 
just imagine Michael Keaton doing his damnedest to be Batman, and Adam West is like, no, it's me. <laughs> the whole film. Uh, no, this is at like a party in Hollywood. By the We're way, looking for uh, what kind of party it was. Complete side note: uh, I saw on Yahoo last week when I was checking my email that Burt Ward said he had to take genital size reducers because of his bulge in that show, in particular. Well, I like your anecdote. I think the hotter story here, I think the more interesting story here is that you still have a Yahoo account. I do. <laughs> it was set up for me by a friend. I'm not very tech savvy. Let me guess: your wife lives in Canada. No, she's right here. <laughs> and she's probably taking someone else with her extra ticket to Shadowbox Live. David? David. Was it a movie premiere? No. Yet? Well, okay. Was it, were they, were they, were they? <laughs> Did you just try to argue? Yes, yeah, it was. Yes, it was. It probably was. Were they, were they You're wrong, the guy with the sheet. <laughs> David gets a point for being the first to argue that he was wrong. <laughs> Was it a Tupperware party? No. <laughs> Pat. Was it like the Oscars or the Golden Globes or something? <laughs> no. Oh. What, is it televised? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Was it a private party? Yes. What kind of party? <laughs> a birthday party. <laughs> a kid's birthday party! <laughs> <laughs> Amber rung in first. A goddamn birthday party. No. Fine! <laughs> Saved you, Dave. <laughs> I appreciate it. A, Hollywood, a private Hollywood party. This is party. a private Hollywood party, and uh, Adam West is there, and he's at this private Hollywood party, and he won't stop pretending to be Batman, and so they eject him from the from the what is going on at the party. What? Any party. What like, type yeah, of party? literally any party. That would get you kicked out of any and some party. some of you have been to these Hollywood parties? Yes. What, uh, <laughs> Last chance to ring in. He said we've been there before. I've never left southeastern Ohio. I don't know what I'm doing here. Dave, you, you keep waving it and you're, you're, Do you're it. teasing me with your buzzer, Dave. You're losing yeah. anyway. Go for it. Dave. One of those pervert key parties. That is correct. <laughs> A what? For our podcast listeners, Cheers. Dave left the Whatever. table in celebration right. and almost walked into the women's restroom. <laughs> it was close. He What's... gets a point for stopping himself. <laughs> What's a key party? The best the, uh... part is he finally clicked like a place I've been before. <laughs> uh, the the answer is an orgy. Adam West and his co-star Frank Gorshin, who played the Riddler, decided to go to a Hollywood party that they didn't know a lot about. Upon arriving, they discovered it to be an orgy, which they thought was pretty funny, and then also decided to participate while affecting their characters from the show. The other participants in the orgy did not find this at all funny and ejected both of them from the sex party. Can I be honest? This sounds like a birthday party I've been to. <laughs> Just saying I was pretty close, so... I can honestly say if there was actual footage of naked people throwing Batman out of a party, it would be the most viral thing ever. <laughs> I, I don't know the details, but I feel like one of them unzipped their pants and then went, wham! <laughs> I gave Eric a point in my heart for that. 
All right, we've got one more question in the round, right? Last question. Uh, the category. Well, hang on a second. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was quick on the draw. Amber has negative four. Sorry, Ashley. Pat, Chris, and David all have negative one. <laughs> Still, mostly anybody's game, <laughs> except for ours, Ashley. We are. I'm doomed. just saying that this is this is this is close. So, <laughs> last uh, question. So the category is unfortunate deaths. The question. <laughs> Not mine. David McCreary. <laughs> uh, the question. Uh, Mickey Marcus, born in 1901, was a United States Army colonel who bravely fought in World War II and went on to become the first modern general in the Israeli Army. On June 10th, 1948, Marcus was killed by gunshot wound. Why was he shot? <sighs> what? <laughs> wow. Was it from uh, the enemy? Do you uh, want to ring in? No, Eric, I don't. Uh, what, what, in what location was he shot? Uh, he was he was shot in uh, the Middle East during. Uh, an... <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like your torso? No, or, no, no. Uh, is that <laughs> Israeli general shot in the Middle East? More at eleven. <laughs> Heart failed. Uh, this, I, I will tell you, this is in the early days of the modern state of Israel, and this was during one of the early conflicts. Okay. And I will also, uh, I will also tell you, uh, he was not shot during a conflict. But I want to know the specific reason why he was shot. Why? Pat. Because he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was all right. <laughs> Can you be more specific? Eric, was he being just like rude and not using his manners? No. Okay, did he ask for too many cups of tea? (laughs) I don't know. All right. I mean, I. Were you trying to think of something that was the opposite of not using your manners? (laughs) (laughs) Asking politely too many times for tea? (laughs) From the extraordinarily volatile and heavily armed tea <laughs> shop <laughs> down the street. Was he shot by his friend? Sorry, what? Did a fr- like a friend shoot him? Friendly fire. Oh yes, it was. It, it was friendly fire. See, good question. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Did he order like this as opposed <laughs> to this? That's great for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> If only y'all could have seen that. And glorious bastards, right? Oh. So David is holding up three fingers, one of which is his thumb, and then he's holding up three fingers again. Yeah. In the one of none them of them which are... is his thumb. Yeah. Well, now I'm just holding up one finger, this... Nikki. What do you think about that? I'm sorry, Nikki. You're still very beautiful. Did that equal out? I don't think you can recover okay. from that one. I just... I just want you to stop talking. For, uh, this is going to sound awful. And I don't mean this to sound awful. Here comes the awful. <laughs> was he wearing one of those Yamaha? I don't know the name. I apologize. I know it's like that. Was he wearing a yarmulke? Yes. And then shot by the Israeli forces for wearing a yarmulke. Maybe he was wearing it as a pasty. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Is it? Are you? Do, do you want to ring in? He did. Oh, yeah, I did. She. The answer is no. Wait, you said this was friendly fire. Sorry. Wait, close <laughs> to this mic. Five seconds. 
Chris. He was inspecting a rifle? No. Amber. He kissed his best friend's girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going to end. A lot of, lot of sass in there. Uh, still wrong. Was he shot by a person? or? Yes, he was yes. shot by a person. Word from God. Earth. Fine. 30 more seconds. What do I care? Pat. Did he, like, hug his friend, but he hugged him so hard his gun went off? <laughs> uh, don't hug me after the show. Was it on purpose? How do, you, how do you hug someone so hard their gun goes off? You're like, hey, dude, come here. And then you're just like, and then bang. It's do happened. you know how guns work? <laughs> this is why everyone thinks the liberals want to take their guns away. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't know ago. how guns work. <laughs> After he shot the gun, it went limp like on Looney Tunes. Because <laughs> he was tired. <laughs> yeah. No. Did he eat somebody's no, lunch? What? Did he eat somebody's lunch? Did he eat, eat somebody's lunch? Were they attempting a he magic trick? He ate somebody's trick? lunch out of the break room. Attempting a magic trick. I bet you they were attempting a and magic trick. And they meal trick. prepped on Sunday, and they were pissed. It was their last <laughs> spicy... Thai peanut chili. I'm really enjoying bowl. the competing theories of uh, lunch gone wrong and magic trick. <laughs> yeah, did he do the a Venn magic diagram? Trick? The, the Venn diagram of lunch gone wrong and magic trick is a perfect circle. He's like, watch this magic trick and make your lunch disappear. And the guy's like, hell you are. And then you shot him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give one more chance to ring in. Chris has negative two. David has negative two. If you ring in and get it right, you could win. If you ring in and get it wrong, you could lose. Did he do a bad impression? <laughs> I will. Uh, I will give you guys a hint. Uh, the preview. Uh, we debated this, and the original category for this was: this question is not about your email. <laughs> Pat Daring. Did someone mail a gun to him, and when he was like <laughs> opening the package, <laughs> it just like went off? <laughs> So I said, this isn't about email, and you went, someone mailed him a pistol. <laughs> he read somebody else's mail. His, his friend's mail from his girlfriend. No, this is, this is true. This, isn't, uh, this is just information you don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just filling you in. This isn't the answer you're looking for. But behind the scenes, this is what happened. I, uh, I honestly can't wait to have you back on the show. <laughs> But that is so wrong. <laughs> Last chance. I mean it this time. Amber. Amber. Did he leave up a really bad away message on his AIM? <laughs> <laughs> Shitty Blink-182 lyrics. And his friend was like... Again, 1948. <laughs> I, I, I know what year that is. AOL is old. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, they had coasters back then, but... No. Coasters like for your beer? Or? No, American Online would send free coasters to everyone once a week in the 90s. Oh, jeez. All right. That's <laughs> They were 30-day trial CD-ROMs. Jokes are always better when you have to have your scorekeeper explain them. <laughs> All right, we're going to call it. The answer is he forgot his password. He forgot his password. <laughs> Sorry, I was I don't know if I got in right before you said time was up. Buzzer point? Buzzer beater? 
No, no, no. Uh, you're just a little too late. Uh, a few hours before the ceasefire during a conflict in the early days of the modern state of Israel, Marcus was returning from the front in the early hours of the morning. His sentries demanded the password, and Marcus had forgotten the Hebrew password and tried responding in English. The sentry didn't speak English, mistook Marcus for an invading force, and opened fire, killing him. Why would we know that answer? Welcome to the quiz box, Dave McCreary. Wow. That is the end of the round. Nikki, where are the scores? Well, that is the third question in a row that Chris Cohen has won for his contestant. Congratulations, Brian. With negative two, Chris won you uh, two tickets to Shadowbox Live, a quiz box magnet, and this commemorative plate. Uh, I don't know what this is. It's that guy forgetting his password moments before he's shot. It's either from 1854 or 1980. Both numbers are on the back. I think the art is from 1854 and the plate is from 1980. Whatever. It's a guy trading a bunny for a dog. Congratulations, Brian, Ashley, Jacqueline, Hank. Raise your hands and I'll bring you your dum-dums. And, uh, Who was the apology? You know what? Amber had negative seven. <laughs> Pat had negative four. We haven't heard an apology from Pat, so let's hear Pat apologize to Jacqueline. Uh, right. Pat, if you could please give us a heartfelt apology. All right. Um, so first, right off the bat, um, I apologize when you first said your name. I thought you said Javelin. <laughs> Um, and I'm glad you corrected me before I could make, like, a stupid joke, like, was your dad an airplane or something? Um, um, that's, I'm not good at apologizing to people. Um, and it's not because I rarely make mistakes. I make a lot of mistakes. Um, a lot of mistakes. Um, (laughs) I like that your apology is basically, sorry, I don't do this a lot, I'm so good at winning. (laughs) No, I just, uh, I usually, anytime I make, like, the most minor of social snafus, just, like, change my name and move cities, because if anybody ever, like, pieced me together as that guy, you were, like, trying to wave at someone behind, and I was like, oh, it's me, yeah, me, oh, I don't know you. Um, If you, like, ever had that happen, and then, like, a few weeks later realized it was me, um, yeah, I would, like, legitimately change my name and move to Akron. No, he actually that did would, that, that once. Would, that would ruin me. He actually did that once. He used to play the show a lot, uh, and then he lost once, and now he's back as Pat Deering, and that's why we don't have Mark Lucas on the show very often. It's a can, deep can cut I, for just I, those people. Can I jump, can I jump in real fast? <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad for uh, Javelin over that uh, uh, apology, but I brought more stuff just... Uh, Javelin for helping uh, for, for being the last person I brought you a cash explosion scratch off ticket um, He's already scratched it I already legal? scratched it off You didn't win But um, better luck next time I'll get that to you later It was close You had a couple five thousands Do you steal that no, from work? No, no, two five thousands What's that? Did you steal that from work? Yeah. <laughs> Here's your stolen gift Your triple apology from the entire panel Chris, yeah. say something nice like say her name how. right, unlike David. Yeah, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. That's, that's just rude. They Can would call points? you a weapon, especially from Pat, who doesn't even know what a weapon is, apparently. <laughs> he also doesn't know what an apology is, Nor so that. I'm sorry. Yeah, You're um, amazing. And I can cover both of those things by saying, yeah, a uh, gay attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how to say I'm sorry. Don't know what guns are. 
Well, All that right, is the end point. of apology. There's your point. Your apology is over, and so is the show. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who came to the quiz box tonight. A round of applause for your entire panel this evening. find out who our champion is. With 10 points at the end of the round, let's hear for Pat Deering. With nine points at the end of the game, let's hear it for Amber Falter. Also with 10 points, let's hear for Chris Cohen. And just to make our whole panel a panel full of champions, your new champion, David McCreary. Few points at the end and winning with 11 points. Now he's gonna cry and good night. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. My name's Nikki Winkleman. I'm Eric Tate. And let's hear for Kevin Hendricks, our podcast producer, and for all of you tonight. Thank you so much. Good night.